Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Pensacola, Florida, it's time for Pensacola Business Radio. Now, here are your Business Radio X hosts. Hey, everybody. Good morning. Keith over here, broadcasting live. And uh, we are up and running on Pensacola Business Radio live stream as well as on our sites. And uh, hopefully you are here joining us um, over the, I don't even call it airwaves, I guess it's the, on the Wi-Fi's. <laughs> so uh, I have a uh, good cast of characters in here this morning, no pun intended. So I'm going to let them go around the table and introduce themselves and then we'll get started. My name is David Robinson. I'm the owner of A&P Movers. Jennifer Allen. I do marketing for A&P Movers. I'm Ryan Marcel with Greenfin Paddle Company. And I'm Kathy Holsworth. I'm the artistic director at Pensacola Little Theater. Who? I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. You heard every concept. I did. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, thank you all for being here very much. Thank you. Um, okay, so you guys are you're new to all this, being your own business, aren't you? Yes, sir. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about AMP and what possessed you to jump in. Well, we started, I guess, in late January, and uh, I've been moving furniture for about ten years now, and uh, I was doing every aspect of the business with the other company I was working mm-hmm. for, and. I just decided why not start my own business. Yeah. So what's the difference between like, cause I've been moving for 10 years too, right? Right. Like pizza and beer and hanging out with the buddies. What, what, what's, why shouldn't I call them? I would say because, uh, I, I am on every move, you know, I just don't hire inexperienced guys or say somebody's got some experience and just put them to work. You yeah. know, I, I, I run, I'm on every job. You haven't met my friends either. They're not very good movers <laughs> <laughs> at all, at all. So, and and I sort of found you guys through you on on Facebook. So, right. but you're kind of invested in this too, right? Right. I mean, I, we talked at some point, and you were moving furniture as well. Yes, I go on. So that's dedicated got crew got right one there. Friday. <laughs> yeah. So okay, so you guys go across the nation. Anywhere. That's correct. Anywhere in the country. Yeah. Um, talk, walk me through like the process. <clears throat> we charge by the hour, and we do have a a minimum of four hours but uh, it all depends on how much stuff you uh, how much stuff you have how how far of a distance you're going depends on mileage and stuff like that but if it's if, if it's a local move we just do an hourly rate and uh if it's an out-of-state move we do uh an estimate on how many miles and stuff like that mm-hmm. but we do pretty much beat anybody's price that's a bold statement this we, is going out really to a lot do. of people. Are you sure you want to say that? <laughs> Every quote that I've ever gave, they said we was almost half as cheap as anybody else. Wow. Very cool. Okay, so do you guys come and like look at my stuff and sort of track it all out? You'll pack it, you'll wrap it, all that? We do. We do We do packing jobs, but uh, if I got to pack your stuff, that's when I come out and take a look and see how many boxes I need, give you a quote, yeah. stuff like that. But if it's just, if you got it packed and just call us to move it, I'll give you an estimate over the phone. Okay. What's the, the weirdest thing, thing you've seen? would be if you had something heavy like a safe or a hot tub. Yeah. Like Dead bodies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, what is the, uh, what's the weirdest thing you guys, you've had to pack up in your moving career? It was probably the Spanish statue. I know he was an Italian statue out of a guy's house here in Pensacola. He uh, got it from a p- pizzeria. Uh-huh. It was just a statue of a, of a of, guy. Of, of, of an Italian dude. guy. Right. <laughs> we got pictures on our Facebook of him. Yeah. And we check had it out. one move where the family had a box from another moving company, so we took a picture of it and said the only thing they ever reused from that moving company was the box. Nice. Nice. See, there you go. So, um, you guys had fun moving experiences in your life? Uh, yeah, I was an army wife, so I moved 11 times. So, you just threw it all in the backpack years. and hauled butt, right? Well, we oh do give gosh. 20% discount to all active military and first responders. Very good. Excellent. Nice. Excellent. What about you? 
Oh, I've moved a ton of times. Yeah. Um, yeah. Between Marine Corps myself and, and just going across the country when I was a kid, yeah. I've moved too many times. I, I'm, I'm thoroughly convinced that the armed services was simply just to teach you how to pack. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> so you became very good at it though, like, too. Yeah. What you can get inside one of those green duffel bags is quite amazing. So yeah, I've done it myself and I've done it with the, the beer and buddies and I've done professionals and professionals. Yeah. It's just the way to go. It's, it is. Yeah. Seriously. I've moved 26 times since 2004. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Wow. I think I've moved uh, um, since since the beginning of the college career. I think I'm up to probably about twenty something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just I can't sit still. <laughs> you know, um, are you guys licensed, insured, bonded, all that good stuff? Like, like how do I know my stuff's gonna go where it's supposed to go? That's well, what we I was worried about. Is the truck gonna make it? <laughs> we looked into getting insured, but we don't have to because we're, we don't we don't have to uh, we don't sell a product. Mm-hmm. You know, we're selling a service. Right. So. And uh, if it's out of state moves, usually we rent from Penske or something like mm-hmm. that. We do have insurance through them also. Okay. So, do you guys have your own trucks, or are you using? We don't. We don't. Not right now. We so rent right now. Okay. We just started in January. Yeah. Yeah. And well, you said you're doing two to three jobs a week already, huh? Right. That's Sometimes good, man. More. That's good. Sometimes more. Yeah. So, um, where, where, if people are interested in want to find out more, where can we send them? Do you guys have a website? We got a Facebook page. Okay. We do. It's A and P Movers. Just straight up AMP movers, right? Yep. On Facebook, yes, sir. Yeah, Instagram. Can, they can find it through me on Jennifer Allen, also on Facebook. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, we're on Instagram, AMP movers. We're on um, Twitter. The tweets. Mm-hmm. I don't understand that platform, or the Snapchats. You do Snapchat, don't you? Uh, actually, no. We're pretty much just on Instagram yeah. and Facebook. Yeah, I think that's what lives around here the yeah. most. So, well, very cool. We'll um, hang out for a little. While. Yeah. Sure. All right. Come and tell me about Greenfin. Uh, well, we're an experienced company. Uh, we provide guided stand-up paddleboard tours to uh, tourists and locals alike. Uh, so basically, we're taking people out and uh, cruising around, catching a sunset or a sunrise, uh, showing them all the best paddle spots that the area has to offer. Uh, we pretty much are localized in the Destin to South Walton area. And um, you know, really, in general, just taking people out and showing them a, a, a good time in a unique environment that's going to bring their family together and create memories that are going to last a lifetime. <laughs> Tough job, dude. I know it's pretty rough. <laughs> Tough life, man. <laughs> Only in Florida. That's it. So, what happens on like a bad day when you're like a bad mood and you got to be like be like happy? And oh, that's what puts and... me in a good mood. Yeah, right. Absolutely. I mean, seeing these people that get up and they're they're there for the first time, never even stood on a board before. I was yeah. there once myself too, and uh, and not only getting up and being proud of themselves for that, mm-hmm. but you know, they're, they're joking around with their family that falls in the water, little sister and stuff like that, and yeah. pushing each other off and having just having fun. You know what I mean? And then if we're out there for a, for a sunset or a sunrise. That show is is always just yeah. incredible. It really puts a puts a cool spirit into everybody. How deep have you gone? Deep of water? Yeah. Uh, I'm not really sure. I try to stay above the water, usually. Yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> um, sometimes in the Gulf, we've gone pretty far out, but you're, you're restricted technically to how far you're, you're supposed to really go. Right. Uh, By so, you know, how 20, strong you are feet. and whether you can paddle back or not? Or? Uh, well, that's that's a good indication for uh, for us, for sure. But I think that there's some laws to it, too. You have a surf and swim zone that you're not supposed to technically go beyond, um, and you're considered a vessel at that point. But there's a lot of boat traffic out there anyways, and we try to stay away from yeah. that. All the fun stuff to see is in closer to shore. Yeah, the dolphins anyways. stay close. Too. Absolutely. Yeah. Do they? Have you been out when they're kind of oh all the time. next to your board all the time? Yeah. It's really yeah cool. They get curious, especially in the mornings for the sunrise paddles. Yeah. They come right up to you. Huge pods of them sometimes. Do you ever like just bring breakfast or anything? No. You should. Yeah. You should try. I never thought of that. They're, they, they're hungry too. I do like to fish off the the paddle boards. <laughs> yeah. Too, I so have that a buddy that does that, man. I, how do you keep your balance? Try hard. <laughs> yeah. Hope. Pray. <laughs> you have, you, have you been no, I like. Well, actually, you you can sit on the board and kind of grip your legs around the sides of it. So. Yeah. Oh, but I don't so do you look like often. the seal, the, yeah. the shark bait, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, why? Like, how did this happen? Like, um, 
about four years ago, I had the opportunity to run a, uh, a company that was renting out paddle boards and kayaks and stuff. And that's how I got to, got to know it. Um, I had a real hard time learning how to do it. Didn't have really anybody that could teach it to me or anything like that and, uh, and learn on my own. And as I started taking other people out and teaching them, they were g- getting up and staying up for an entire tour yeah. on a first try. And I'm thinking that I was not, you know, doing something right when I was learning, but one of them told me I was just a good teacher at it. And that kind of made everything click for yeah. me that this is something I would like to really do and be a part of. It's, I mean, it's fairly easy to stand up on the things. If you, it can be, as long as the, ones. if the conditions are right too, that plays a really big part. If you got a nice flat conditions, then, then yeah, yeah, you'll have nice. like three foot seas. Yeah. Think you're gonna go well, and, and that's the cool thing about, about Greenfin is that we're mobile. You know, we're, we're not locked into one location. So if the, if the Gulf is too rough that day, we can go onto the bay or into the bayous or over to Crab Island or something like that, a place where it's a lot more calm. You're down like Blackwater River or anything like that? Not Blackwater, but uh, I've gone down like the Santa Fe. I yeah. mean, I've been on the Blackwater, but not on a paddleboard. But the Santa Fe out in like the Gainesville area, uh, took a nine mile tour down that with my wife and, and cool. stopped in all the springs and everything. Yeah. Oh, it was great. It was awesome. So, and uh, we were talking before the show, but you guys were thinking about heading into like an overnight camping kind of thing or, or yes, eco love track to do that. Or, yeah, because I mean, it's such an awesome experience. Yeah. You know what I mean? And to be able to get out there for a few days you know, have either some roll up boards or some, you know, somebody to help with the transportation and cooking meals and yeah. stuff and have spend two, three days on the water. Yeah. It doesn't get any no better technology. No, I'm with you, man. There's a, uh, in fact, I saw it on Facebook the other day, right after the longest zip line thing, but there are, um, these cables in, I don't know, it's like Netherlands or something, but they paddleboard up the, up the fjord or whatever they're called over there. And then they hike this huge mountain and then the camp, there's all these wires running across this Canyon. And so they clip their like cargo nets on them and it slides out into the middle. So they're literally just hanging by wires Oh wow! and that's where they camp. So the tent pops up, it, the, it's, it's all designed this way. The tent pops up in the middle of the, yeah, it's really cool. Hanging in the air. Yeah. Like, yeah. Wow. like thousands of feet above. I mean, I've it's seen literally the like, I don't even understand how you can even relax. Yeah. Like <laughs> right. it's, it's, it's like monkey climbing out there just to get his, to get his cargo net up. Right. I mean, you have to have some skill, but yeah, they just sleep out and wow. Yeah. It's pretty cool hang all their, their gear and their board and stuff from it. Nice. Yeah. So think about that. Serious Way adventuring. Yeah, right. yeah. No kidding. <laughs> so yoga on the, yeah, a lot of people do yoga too. Um, I'm, I'm probably more embarrassing than anything else when it comes to yoga. So if Greenfin does any yoga lessons, we'll be partnering with somebody for that. All, so. <laughs> all I can think of is karate kid where he's like doing the Kung Fu moves on the end of the boat. Yeah. I'll just pull a muscle probably. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, they could, uh, uh, they're doing yoga with beer now too. Which I thought was pretty cool. Okay. So you do yoga, beer, paddleboard. That's the way you loosen up. Just like totally max it out. What right? a day. 10 reps and you're done. <laughs> That's it, man. Um, so you say you're mobile. You got any plans to, to go anywhere else in the state or, or maybe hired for private tours outside of the state or anything? Um, it's possible. I've seen, I've seen some companies that do this worldwide and they'll, yeah. they'll plan like one trip a month and go to like some crazy destination. Yeah. Uh, that sounds amazing. Boy, if we can get to that level, that'd be, that'd be great. Um, I, I do kind of book it, right? I mean, you just come up with it. Yeah. Why not? I mean, you know, if somebody, I mean, I'm sure things like that aren't incredibly cheap, but if somebody wants to do it, you know what I mean? Why not? Um, go, to, know, go yeah. to Nepal and, and, you know, yeah. spend a week out there paddling and camping. I mean, golly. What's uh What's the movie Apocalypse Now? <laughs> like a surfing during Vietnam? Oh yeah, yeah. Just head out to Vietnam or or, or uh, uh, I'm sure there's some really beautiful places in the world that nobody would think to go paddleboarding that are probably really sweet. You know, I saw one uh, picture of a person paddling inside a glacier. Yeah, that looked incredible. The, the lighting um, was amazing. I mean, the pictures that have been going around Facebook of uh, whatever that river is in Arizona that's like in the canyons and it's all emerald blue and stuff. They've been paddleboarding through that. Nice. But, you know, it's like in the middle of the desert, so you carry the... Yeah. So, um, and take a Jeep out there. What about the, the health benefits, you think? 
they have done a lot of studies on this. Paddleboarding has been shown to be one of the most effective ways to burn calories, even just the leisurely yeah. paddles. I mean, don't, don't quote me on the numbers. I'm kind of going from memory, but you're talking 300 to 500 calories an hour just doing a leisurely paddle. Mm-hmm. Up to racing is burning over 1,000 calories an hour. That's crazy. Yes. I mean, so, it's, And you are using all four of your limbs because you're holding and your And your core especially, yes. Um, actually, say, when yeah, I first... That's the core, just yeah. staying... Staying balanced. Mm-hmm. And, and the paddle motion when you're doing a ride is really coming from your core and your major muscles as well. When yeah. I first started, my legs were always the sorest part of me when I got off just from, from the balance points. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, but absolutely full body. So when workout. you're doing it right, the core hurts, not the legs or the arm. Ideally. Yeah. Cause your arms are going to get sore faster. It's just a smaller muscle. You know right. what I mean? So if you can put most of the, most of the weight into your, into your legs and, and core and back, mm-hmm. uh, then you're going to be a lot better off, but, you know, but things like this only really apply when you're doing really long paddles or races and stuff like that. Yeah. Like when we go out on these leisurely tours, tours, we're not going at a pace that's going to really even concern that how much. How long is a leisurely tour? Uh, about two hours. Okay. Usually I thought you were uh, say three. I was waiting for three. <laughs> <laughs> no, but believe me by two, everybody's kind of ready to, to yeah. get off. You know, you're, if you, especially if you're uncomfortable on the board, people's toes kind of dig into the board and your feet start hurting yeah. and things like that. So we, we cap it at about two. So, uh, okay. And then do you guys use wooden styrofoam po- epoxy? What kind of boards? Uh, our boards are epoxy. Yeah. Epox- epoxy with fiberglass on the outside. Uh, I've got a few brands right now. I'm, I'm particularly a fan of YOLO. Um, yeah. and most of my boards are YOLO, but we've got a couple other ones too. Yeah. So so, um, but if yellow gave you boards, you'd have all yellow boards, would you? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, blast them in all the pictures <laughs> yeah. and everything. I mean, come and on they, now. They'd be getting tags in every yeah. picture. The, uh, the, the guys next to us, uh, Vivid Bridge Productions did a, uh, um, they did commercial for boat boards yeah. and the new one, it's like the color scheme and it was really cool, but it's like, it's got like the beer carrier, the fish. Oh yeah. Game. It's like, oh, those boat like boards are great. Yeah. yeah they're they're really have a motor that. on the back. <laughs> yeah. So. They're taking that down the down the adventure alley. It seems like, yeah. uh, as far as the direction they're going, I love those boards too. So, so do you guys have brick and mortar, or how do people find you? We don't actually work entirely online. Uh, we don't have a brick and mortar location. So people, most of the people that are booking with us are either going to be uh, guests who are planning their vacation to come down here, or they've already come down here. Or actually, we work a lot with the vacation rental management companies and private owners in the area, mm-hmm. where we can offer our tours as packages for for their guests or as booking incentives for their guests. So they'll they'll run a promotion, let's say, and uh, you know if you book any time within the next week for the summer, we'll mm-hmm. include a, a paddleboard tour for you and your family. So you just arrange a rendezvous point. We're going to start from that's right. Here. And actually, that's that's kind of one of the biggest parts of the planning process is deciding where to go. And we we try to play an active role in that with everybody because everybody's group is different. You know, you've got some people that that really just want that peaceful, serene mm-hmm. eco tour. And we might suggest going out to the bays for that, you know, real nature lovers paradise. It's really quiet out there. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, other, I don't, I don't know. Eglin. Um, I haven't actually been out in Eglin. I'm thinking more like in the, uh, in the Choctawatchee yeah, and the Walton okay. County side and stuff. Um, and then there's, uh, <laughs> what's that? Choctawatchee. <laughs> My apologies. <laughs> it's okay. Um, you're not the first. You won't be the last. <laughs> Um, but you know, we can go out to Crab Island and, and hang out there if you're more of the adventurous party type, um, or out in the Gulf is, is always yeah, that's more drinking than paddling, man. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, for some people that's what they want. And, um, and, you know, out in the Gulf is, is great. I mean, the amount of animals that are out there are incredible. Yeah. We see dolphins all the time. We see manatee out there. Yeah. Um, they just installed all these, uh, man-made reefs up and down the mm-hmm. coast that from the bird's eye view, either look like a dolphin or starfish or fish. Yeah. And those things are great to paddle out yeah. too. They attract a lot of life. Is the, uh, is that art project still out there by you guys? There was an art project, uh, they sunk. Um, figurines, but they were all uh, wrought iron. 
I think sort that's of like diving a, deep. I don't know that that is I don't, I don't see from the surface. Yeah, I'm not sure. You I replicated I've, it out by 30A. I is that right? I think I so. didn't even know that. Yeah, it's not as big, but like you're thinking of the one in the Bahamas. It's like 60 feet deep. It's like no, there's a local one because it's got Joe Patty signs and um, the replication of the Pensacola Beach sign. Shows how much I know. Oh, yeah. I didn't <laughs> know there was one. I, I thought all we had here was the Oriskany, but there's other ones, huh? Yeah, there, no, there's basically a, a sculpture garden reef awesome yeah 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 yeah. so they did this i think they did the same thing down 30a there's a bunch of people i'll be checking that out very soon it's pretty cool i don't think it's that deep either probably like 30 or 40 feet yeah maybe it's on a clear day you would probably be able to see that from standing above the water too because you can see down really deep when it's clear what's the what's the creepiest thing you've ever seen you've been out there and like had the the whole nudge of the board and like you know it's actually come from dolphins believe it or not Um, there was one time that i was paddling with a with a really big pot of dolphins probably Mm -hmm. about 25 of them or so of course my camera wasn't there that day so all this right you know right Mm -hmm. um but they had a little baby with them and it was probably about three feet long maybe about a four or five inch dorsal fin and they were letting me paddle with them for a long time like actually getting in formation with me and stuff i find myself on the back ride or once even the front of their formation that's so cool um but after a while they started i think i started wearing out their welcome yeah and the the First, the juvenile started doing this, but then like a very clearly alpha male, mm-hmm. biggest dolphin I've ever seen, started kind of aggressively charging me and barking at me through his blowhole. I've never mm-hmm. seen a dolphin do that before and didn't know that they, they could, but it was it was clearly a little aggressive yeah. and he clearly would have just he was like, Dude, made a toy out of me on. if he wanted. Yeah, so yeah. I'm like, okay, I get it. They're, uh, they're really strong animals. Apparently. Oh yeah, and when they're hunting, they are blindingly fast. I yeah. mean, it's incredible. When they're a lot of times they'll circle up a school of fish and sh- go two at a time and kind of shoot the lane. Yeah. And uh, I mean, they're throwing up a wake like a boat that's flying. Yeah. See, ladies and gentlemen, it's not the sharks you got to worry about. <laughs> <laughs> it's flipper. That's so right. uh, what about like sea turtles and, and have you seen any sharks maybe out there? Uh, I've seen a couple of sharks. Yeah. Um, you know, the ones that I've seen in person haven't been very big, um, you know, three or four feet at the most. Yeah. And, and they're actually, you know, people don't realize they're swimming out there with you every day. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they literally are swimming in between people they don't talk about all the time. It. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but, but on the paddle tours, um, we haven't seen one while on a tour. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> Regardless of the fact out. that I don't think they would do anything to us and just leave us alone and go yeah. on looking for their own food, people would freak out, like you yeah. said. So, okay, so if I don't know how to paddleboard at all, can I still go? Oh, absolutely. On we, the first we, one? Or? Yes. We, you know, our first little chunk of time is dedicated to, uh, to instruction for anybody who might need it. Um, we really like taking beginners out. You know, we feel like we can get them standing well, you know, quickly and, yeah. and comfortable on the board and to a place where they're enjoying themselves. And, um, you know, we'll take, we'll take, of course, advanced paddles too. And, yeah. you know, we do lessons as well, things like that. If you wanted to just focus for a couple yeah. hours on, on learning how to do it, we could do that as well. We do paddleboard moving. You need to move everything on the paddleboard. Talk about your full body workout. <laughs> I've done it. It actually works. When we had the flood back in April of 14, that's how we had to get everything out of the paddleboard. Oh, wow. so like the TVs and stuff, we took it out on the paddleboard. I so. moved to cooler on the paddleboard. I'm from Kentucky, right on the Ohio River, uh-huh. and I'm actually coming handy there. Yeah, there you go. See? Um, okay, so if anybody's interested or wants to find out any more information, where can we send them to? Uh, you can follow us on uh, Instagram at the Greenfin. Um, on Facebook, facebook.com slash thegreenfin. You can also go to thegreenfin.com or greenfinpaddlecompany.com. So you have, t- you have t-shirts? You gotta have a t-shirt. We're actually uh, getting our apparel line ready right now um, and then looking down the future, hopefully, to uh, basically becoming a lifestyle brand. Maybe yeah. even coming out with our own series of our own yeah. boards, too. Not so. a bad lifestyle. That's it. You know, at the end of the day, the one thing that we want to do throughout the, the lifetime of the career is is be good ambassadors to the sport. Uh, you know, and promote get a nice tan. I mean, come on. Now. That's it. Yeah. But you know, the, the sport's growing. We want to promote that. That's stoke to yeah. people that don't get to experience it every day. Yeah. Like us. Very cool, man. Very cool. We'll stick around. Congratulations. Honestly. I mean, only in Florida can you get a job 
paddleboarding. Thank you. I love it. <laughs> it's awesome, dude. Yeah. It's awesome. It's like it's like the uh, the guy at Disney that's like the water slide tester. <laughs> like, yeah, that's my job. <laughs> um, so, g- good morning. Good morning. You are um very busy lady. Do you know that? Uh, and, yeah. And there's a lot going on. Yeah, yeah. No, um, I'm at uh, Pensacola Little Theater, and we're a community theater, so uh, my job as the artistic director is to coordinate all the volunteer artists in town who like to put on shows. Yeah. And so it's thousands and thousands of hours of volunteer time, but we have an amazing facility. As an organization, we've been around since 1936. You have some passionate people in your organization. Very passionate. You know, it's 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 the old meme of hey, let's put on a show. Yeah. But we're way yeah. beyond uh, pillowcase costumes and the barn door yeah. set. Um, we use live orchestra when we do our musicals. Mm-hmm. We we um, you have one killer costume closet. Yeah. I've had to use it for other photo shoot stuff and th- there's all kinds of stuff in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so um, we, we have a stock of costumes, but uh, we have an amazing volunteer costume team, designers. Um, the last show, big musical we did was Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Mm-hmm. And I believe there were 16 people who wow. built costumes. Wow. And um, I'm getting ready to costume Mary Poppins this summer. Very I'm cool. The nice. designer for that one. My daughter will love that. And um, Mine too. We're, <laughs> yeah, super excited about Mary Poppins. Uh, she'll be flying across our stage in uh, late July, early August. Yeah, you can bring her down from like the back of the theater. No, that's too expensive. <laughs> we 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 did it's actually too look fast, into too. That's a pretty pretty steep pitch. Um, you know, they they set it up so that it's always safe. There's there's a, a mechanism for it. We we actually hire a professional flying company to come in and do that. But to fly her across the audience is yeah. starts at twenty five thousand dollars. Wow. So that's a no yeah. for us. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, they're taking sponsorships this moment. Please call. No, I'm just I am actually looking for a sponsor for Mary uh, to fly. Um, we are looking for an eight thousand dollars sponsor to fly Mary um, for the four times that she will fly across our so state. So Mary Poppins flight sponsored by. Yeah, That's and guess cool. what? One of the benefits of being a sponsor. You get to fly too. Get to fly. No way. Yep. Dude, yep. I'm in. About a I know. <laughs> just strap a paddleboard in my so, feet. We're good. Right. Right. So it's it's um you know normally our sponsors you know they get they get uh, PR yeah. um, benefits and yeah. seats and things like that. But this is a bonus. You get a chance. To, you get a chance to fly either uh, you or you could do it as a make a wish if you yeah. want. If a oh, kid wanted cool. to fly or um and then you bring the media in and let them yeah. watch you fly. Can and, you can you hmm? put one of the banners like goes on the planes like behind you so you can advertise <laughs> your business that, too? I don't know that you fly that fast, but we could put yeah. a, we could put a super logo on the TV. Yeah. Okay, um, so how many people does it take to put on Mary Poppins? Uh, we have not had auditions yet. Auditions are coming up uh, May the 21st and 22nd, and we will have a cast of between 25 and 30 or wow. so. It's actually not as big a cast as you might imagine. Uh-huh. The ensemble's job is to be all the characters. So um, you have the lead family, the Banks family, right. of course, Mary and Bert. Um, but um, the ensemble spends a lot of time, uh, they're either on stage or changing clothes. That's their job. So Very cool. um, they get to be the Jolly Holiday and they get to be the supercalifragilisticexpialidocious and um, the chimney sweeps. And so oh, it's- so confused. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's like um, a, it's like a day of split personalities. <laughs> you know, it's the joy of theater. I yeah. love being in the ensemble where you where you just are busy all the time. Sometimes when you are just one character, you go and do your bit and then you're sitting around waiting for your next mm-hmm. cue. Um, When's the last time you were on stage doing character? Or do you do that at all? I do, I do. Well, uh, that's that's how I started. I, I was in my first play at Pensacola Little Theater in 1996. Wow. Um, and uh, my 
my biggest lead role um, was most recently I was the mother in a small musical that's called Quilters. That's just seven women. And um, that's a powerful, powerful piece about yeah. Americana. Okay. And um, uh, I, I direct a lot more than I'm on stage. And yeah. So I'm looking for whatever my next project is. But So what but is I'm your busy. next project? I, you know, beyond, after, to be on stage, I haven't, I haven't picked. Oh, I do know. Never mind. There I we do go. Know. There yes. it is. There it is. <laughs> um, next spring, um, I'm actually um, going to be Maria Callas. We're doing a special production with the Pensacola Opera. And Maria Callas was a great opera soprano. And in the 70s, she did a master class with opera students. And that was actually filmed, and there's a documentary on it. And she was just this gigantic worldwide personality. Mm-hmm. And Terrence McNally wrote a script based on this master class. And so I'm partnering with Pensacola Opera. I will be Maria Callas. Um, Jerome Shannon, who's the artistic director for the Pensacola Opera, will actually direct the show, and the three artists in residence will be the opera students that I abuse during the master class. <laughs> awesome! Are, yeah. Can you are you gonna sing? Oh no, I don't sing. That was the whole point. Was she was doing master classes because her but voice was already shot. Oh, mm-hmm. well, that's th- does that work? Can you teach without your voice being able to? Oh, exam- absolutely, yeah? absolutely, okay. absolutely. And I do sing, but I won't be singing. No, in the that's show. what I was wondering if you could sing opera. That's pretty cool. I'm I'm a music theater person. Um, I appreciate opera, but it's not, but it is not a genre that I sing. you're down for supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, aren't you? <laughs> I see it now. Something Who wouldn't like be down with that? Umbrellas and well, you know. <laughs> the whole I, deal. I was Dolly. That's, that's, my, <laughs> right that's <on>. my voice. <laughs> right on. Uh-huh. Um, so, okay, so Mary Poppins, so what what else do you all have? Because you all, and I'll, t- I'll tell you, I'll say this, in the last three to four years, you've stepped up the game. Thanks. Big time. Thanks. Yeah, so we I've really... been in that theater more times in the last four years than I have my entire life living here, so that's cool. That's brilliant. That's yeah. brilliant. I love to hear that. Um, yeah, just uh, getting the art that we want to make, and then that's what's coming through on the stage is yeah. that my volunteers are passionate about the craft, and so we're coming out with really great products. And then um, the, our administrative staff and our board of trustees are giving the, us the um, the fiscal resources so we can make the theater that we want to make. Yeah, um, money makes stuff happen, doesn't it? It does, it <laughs> does. And and actually looking at what we do and how we do it and making sure that we can maximize um, what we get from it. I mean, the yep. shows basically pay for themselves. Yeah. Um, and so then the other activities that we do in the building help pay for the mm-hmm. building itself. Yeah, you guys have been doing a lot of other community style stuff, like meetings are there, entrecons there. Right, right. Um, are, you know, well, we own a big old historic building. Our yeah. building is um, was the Escambia County Jail and Court of Records that was built in 1911. Yeah. So it's a historic oh, wow. building. And that's part of our mission is actually to take care of the historic building. So it has a theater in it, but it has other rooms and offices in it. Yeah. And it helps us to uh, rent those out. It's and, listed too, right? It's, to it's a parties. preserved historic site? Uh, yeah, yeah, we're, and we're super excited. We just got approved for one of those, uh, the Florida State Historic Signs. Um, the big brass ones that will be on our corner and one side will be the history of PLT and one side will be the history of the building. Very cool. Super excited about that. So, and then tell me about the ghost tours. Okay, so um, because we were a jail, um, there (laughs) there were people that died on our location Mm -hmm. and the last person to be officially executed, I won't say it's the last person who was ever hung in Pensacola, but mm-hmm. the last person to be executed um, on our property was Hosea Poole, and he was executed July 30th, 1920. And that was right before um, the state took over capital punishment. So the counties and the cities could still 
kill prisoners for whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And um, aren't you glad you weren't alive back then? Right, I, I, at least in prison I'd be, back yeah, then. Well, and then people man. get dead confused. <laughs> people get confused because the Museum of Art right across the street was the city jail. So right. clearly, that was the scary end of the yeah. street because the city jail is right across the street from the county jail. Yeah. But back in the day, turn of the century, I mean, that was the port. It was the harbor. It was mm-hmm. the marina. So it was the red light district and all the bars and the jails and mm-hmm. all the dirty sailors coming in. Uh, <laughs> and and uh, um, because we're a water property, have the uh, immigrants coming in mm-hmm. and looking for jobs and, and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, but anyway, so Jose is our primary ghost, but we have had the paranormal team in there and they said we had as many as 15 spirits in That's the building awesome. on so the night you, that they were there. So when are they, they, they going to air that episode? Do you know? I don't know that they filmed it for television. Oh, they actually come it. and do tours. They rent the building in mm-hmm. order to do the tours. So we offer them our scary space if they Ask want them it. if they want to film it for television because I'll go hang it. I've got cameras and some guys that are uh-huh, hang out with uh-huh. them and do it. I'd love to see what's, what shows up. Well, we'll see who's listening and see if they, they tag you on yeah, that. Because, yeah. uh, you know, we leave it to them. Uh, Jose was Jose was hung. Um, the the death chamber was on the third floor and he dropped through a trap door to the second floor. Um, and so his sightings are mostly on the third floor, which is why we're pretty sure it's him because that mm-hmm. would have been the last place he was alive. And so he's just like hanging out, having a cup of coffee and a whiskey or something? Or well, he... he's been seen um, in our balcony when the third floor is still locked. Um, he's been seen um, on the catwalk. And then um, sometimes the elevator goes to the third floor and back down again just because it awesome. wants to. And um, Awesome. Oh my God, um, she was just thinking about it. <laughs> That's awesome. Cool. Uh, we, had, we had somebody in um, buffing and waxing the tile floor in uh-huh. the lobby on a Sunday when the yeah, building no, was, not happening. No. Was, was closed. Nope. And, doors, nope. and there were doors on the third floor that were slamming. And so yeah. he turned all the machines off and went home. Yeah. Yeah. That's how <laughs> horror movies gone. happen. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like, let's go hide in here. No, no. Right, right. I would be, anything done is going to be done with people there. And yeah. 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 yeah true. And then because the building is historic, we, it has some weird little nooks and crannies because you have to make storage out of wherever yeah. you can. And so there are some places where you can still see um, the raw walls from like the early 1900s. And all that stuff, and or like <laughs> no, no. Is it like hostile or telling more in the days? <laughs> no, nothing, nothing like that. But it's amazing to touch a piece of yeah. scenery that's from the 1900s yeah. and, and go, uh, wow, this is still here and still standing. Yeah. So um, last summer, my father and I were in uh, England, and they had just discovered in the middle of the city underneath, I don't know, they broke through a basement floor or something, but one of the old Roman aqueducts mm-hmm. in, the, in London. And they did this really cool display where it's all in glass and stuff, but the whole aqueduct, you can, I mean, when you're walking, you're on that same soil, same dirt, you can reach out. And I've, I've never been tactile when doing that kind of stuff until probably a couple of years ago. Yeah. It's really weird to feel... It is. I love being in Europe. Thousand years old, because we think we're old, a couple of hundred years old. But you can. I had when we lived in Germany. We had a friend who lived in a house that was eight hundred years old. Yeah. You walk through. You walk through the graveyards here. It's like twelve hundred, thirteen hundred over there. It's like four. Yeah. (laughs) You know. I mean, seriously. You know, this dude died in like nine hundred AD. Like, oh well. Um, And the stone's still standing, right? So that shows you the craftsmanship. But, um, so okay. So Mary Poppins goes when. Um, well, we uh, audition and then you'll do we show. audition in May, and then um, the dates for Mary Poppins are July twenty seventh. We open. We're three weekends. We have eleven shows, and tickets are on sale now. Cool. The other thing that's happening this summer is our summer camps are gearing up. So kids who okay. want to get involved, all your little drama kings and queens, want to come and play with us. Do you need volunteers? 
We always need volunteers. So you can go to our website, PensacolaLittleTheater.com, and that's theater with an R-E on the end. And under Get Involved, you sign up to volunteer. And yeah. you, and What's on, the age limit? It depends on what we're doing. So everybody's a volunteer. So we do have kids as young as 12 and 13 that volunteer um, with us. I'm in. <laughs> and, um, and then we have people who volunteer until they literally can't move for us anymore. Yeah. We, have, yeah. we, we have volunteers, active volunteers that are in their upper 80s. Does any of your volunteering and stuff that goes on there, does any of it count for college or high school credit? It all can. We are we are a registered 501c3. So when you play with us, I will sign off on your community service hours. I do that for the high school kids all the time. So you can get that ankle bracelet off now. It's so worried. I'm just kidding. He doesn't really have an ankle bracelet. And in fact, when, um, when the students are in our shows, there's so many hours. Sometimes the schools will say, oh, you can only count hundred sure. of your hours with yeah. BLT because when um, an actor is a part of a production, it can be um, nearly 300 volunteer yeah. hours just for one show. Yeah, I believe it. Wow. So my oldest um, daughter, who's 14, she'll be 15 here soon, mm -hmm. is really big into fashion and theatric. But that generation, they're, they listen to musicals for CDs and, and stuff. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. So like instead of like we'd throw in like the Beastie Boys or Metallica or something, she throws in Hamilton. Hamilton, right? Which Dear is, Evan Hansen. Yeah, yeah. And so she's the music she's listening to is all these musicals and stuff. Anyway, really big into fashion and and the drama side of things and wants to do that kind of stuff. Yeah, we would take um, a volunteer that young and put them as basically an apprentice with yeah. a lead costumer yeah. and they learn the ways of the force and then because yeah. um, she can draw all of that there. stuff already. Yep. So amazing. Yeah, I'm totally pushing her out the car door this summer. So. <laughs> okay. That's why I wanted to make sure you guys were two volunteers. Now I have a 12 year old, but you want her. <laughs> I'm just kidding. She's the, she's a, uh, she's the loose cannon, so. Okay. Yeah. Maybe she needs to take a class. She'd be the one hanging out with the ghost, like <laughs> slamming the doors back at him, you know? Maybe she needs to take a class to harness all that energy. Uh, well, she plays softball, so uh -huh. that, that'll harness a good bit of it, uh -huh. but yeah. Do you use volunteers in the set design? Everything. Yeah. I would like to do that. I went to your interior design school and that was Perfect. my thing I wanted to do was set design. So Absolutely. No, we have, um, like I said, all of our designers and directors are volunteers. And then what we have, I have Kayla Stevenson is a brilliant technical director. She is my paid employee that makes sure that everything is built safely and the electric works and all of that stuff. But, um, you know, we have people who can just draw things on paper. We have people who do renderings on their computers. We have mm -hmm. people who just come in and work with Kayla and she works the AutoCAD and creates the drawings so she can figure out how much lumber to buy. And then um, it's volunteers who build everything. We uh, work some during the week, but we have big work days on Saturdays. Mm -hmm. And we usually take about two to three weeks to build any given set. And then sometimes if your interior design is your gig, you know, we got people who can build the house, the room, the stairs, the street, whatever, but we need somebody to come in and dress the set. And that's right. curtains and pillows and fabrics. And, and well, I can do that, and I also took CAD and all that, too. Perfect. Perfect. So I've, I've got a really me? cool idea for you that I can't tell you on air because I don't want anybody to steal it, but when yep. we're done because of what we have here asset-wise in, in Pensacola, yeah. I think it would be really neat that you guys should do. So okay. I'm Everybody's just, got good I'm ideas. Just, I love That was listen. my like phone call to let you know I'm sending you the email, right? <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, what comes after Mary Poppins? Uh, well, we just announced our whole season for 1819. So Mary Poppins is our big summer show. We also have the Snow White Variety Show, which is our theater for very young audiences. Mm -hmm. per perfect way to introduce theater to kids as young as three and four years old. Yep. Um, in the fall, our musical is going to be Into the Woods. Super excited about doing that one. It's a classic Sondheim and great Sounds for like community theater. 
Um, yeah. Uh, we have um, our holiday production coming up in December is yep. Best Christmas Pageant Ever, which cool. is a small musical. Very cool. We're doing Cemetery Club um, in January and 39 Steps next May in 2019. Wow, you guys are busy. Um, our Studio 400 productions include... Um, an amazing dark, dark end of days show called The End of Jack Cruz. We're actually going to behead someone. Um, we How are, appropriate for your location. Isn't too. it exciting? Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, for um, November, we're doing two Christopher Durang one acts. One's called Desire, 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 and the other one is For Whom the Southern Bell Tolls, and they are riffs and parodies on Tennessee Williams, um, Glass Menagerie, oh, Streetcar Named Desire. Mm -hmm. uh, and then our short attention span, which is our one act festival. <laughs> squirrel. <laughs> squirrel. And then um, uh, the end uh, in the spring of 2019, we're doing a show called Venus and Fur. And let's just say that's nice. 50 Shades of Studio 400. Wow. Um, cool. And then next summer, I am directing Sister Act. Very cool. Oh, oh really? Nice. Yeah. Uh, you gonna be Whoopi Goldberg? <laughs> no, I'm directing. So, <laughs> um, if somebody wanted to, like, like, let's say I had a couple of buddies and we want to do some skits or something, can you rent the theater out at all? Can you? You can. You can. Now we have a busy calendar, so it's hard yeah, to get in. Apparently, yeah. But um, if we can, if we can find a place to um, get you on the calendar, yeah. just like Entrecon and and the Civicon film festival, and like Civicon, those those organizations, um, if we can get you in, we want you in. Very cool. That's why it's called the Cultural Center. Yeah. So there's because there's, um, there's a couple of groups around here that I found over the last couple of months, like when uh, Pensacon was here that I saw that were doing like Saturday Night Lifestyle skits yeah. of, of things. And I'm just, I mean, they were funny. They were really funny. Um, so I just didn't know if they could put on a production or not. So, possible, possible. Yeah. We also have um, first Saturday of every month is Improbable Cause. You may have seen yes, them at Pensacon. They, they do the um, the dinner theater stuff too. That's that's a different company, but oh, okay. they, but sometimes the same actors. <clears throat> um, the Improbable Cause Mystery Dinner Theater. Mm -hmm. um, hilarious. Yeah. And um, they've done shows in our building too, but same thing is because they like to have food. We don't have a restaurant right. in our building anymore. Yeah. So it's easier for them to be in do, a restaurant. Do you want a, a restaurant show. in the building again? Um, we have taken proposals, um, but we are actually kind of killing it, running our own concessions. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sort of supply and demand, right? Yeah. Very cool. Okay. So if somebody wants to donate, volunteer, get any more information, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got a, an active website, PensacolaLittleTheater.com. And of course, like our Facebook page. Um, we do separate events on there so you can keep track of our calendar. And if you want to get involved on the uh, uh, website and on the Facebook page, you just say, I want to get involved. Yeah. And, you, and you fill out the form and you can do everything from um, usher to paint to um, sew buttons to... Yeah. You know, Whatever. come and help build. It's, it's hang out with the ghosts. Hang out with the ghosts. It's all good. Very cool. Um, congratulations too. Seriously, that's a, that's a very ambitious schedule. Thanks. Well, <clears throat> try to try to keep everybody happy. So it's, 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 it's a lot of fun too. It is, it is. You know, I I love my job. This is probably my sixth career track, and um, I feel like I'm in the right place. What right are the time. other five? My bachelor's degree is actually um, education, so I taught high school um, science oh, and Lord English. Mercy. I was. I bet you like the ghost better. <laughs> I was an educator at the zoo in Gulf Breeze, and I drove the train. And um, that's right. No, I'm just kidding. And um, <laughs> I worked for public television and. I worked in a bridal shop, and so I. Uh, but Did you one, say bridal shop. Bridal shop, okay. yeah. That's the sewing part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Um, uh, and I worked for PLT before, <clears throat> but actually left mm -hmm. as my volunteer um, roles increased. Yeah. I wanted to be there more, and it was actually easier for me to volunteer more if when I worked the less. Yeah. But now I'm back, 
and I I love what I do there. Uh, you know what? I admire somebody who um, can say, do what you want to do when you want to do it. That's right? right. And regardless of whether you had a piece of paper or not, and go for it. So It's true. Um, Amen. I have gone through the similar change over the last couple of years. I was a chef for 25 years, mm-hmm. and then when I realized I could not didn't have to be a chef for a day. It was like a whole new world. So. Right. Light bulb comes on. Yeah. Right. One of my favorite stories to tell people is that I was in my first play <clears throat> when I was 28 years old. Yeah. Um, high school and college, and we train the kids all the time, mm-hmm. and they think this is the path, and it is for them, but I was a band nerd in high school and college. I was in color guard and uh, chorus, and I sang, yeah. and I got involved in theater because I still needed to sing. Yeah. You know, it's funny, too, because in my generation of X, those were the kids that got made fun of a lot of times, right? And now those are the kids that are like hanging out in Hollywood and, and doing really cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, And there's a couple of them that have come from here um, that I can think of Yeah, uh, that are just killing it, yep. right? And in high school, they were always the ones getting made fun of. So. Funny how it works out, right? Yeah, now it's the opposite though. Yeah. Like it's, it's, you're not cool if you make fun of kids. Which is good. It's good. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's good. It's just, it just being feels, smart is it becoming a value. Weird. My daughter tells me she's like, "You're not cool if you make fun of other people, Dad." I'm like, "Oh, okay." Well, and the, right, you know yes. that means that anti-bullying education is actually working. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So you gotta. But like, they don't even razz. You know, like well, we would razz our man. friends. You know what I mean? We give them noogies or whatever. And the, the, the kids they don't do that today. They're, mm-hmm. They just. And I, I don't in know. some I don't places, know the same kids I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, in some places. Yeah. You know, it's in other ones, it's just all hell broke loose, right? Well, you know. Very cool. All right. So we're getting to the end of our time here. So I want to thank all of you uh, for coming out today and I uh, really appreciate it. Um, congratulations for uh, everybody's progress here. Right. I mean, it's nice to start your own business and actually be validated, but still being open. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So absolutely. And then um, apparently my next career should be paddleboarding <laughs> yeah I used to do accounting so <laughs> yeah, right? there so, you go um, uh, okay guys you can find us at Picola Radio X on Twitter you can find us at Picola BRX on Facebook or you can find us on our webpage at PensacolaBusinessRadio.us and again thank you all for coming in today and this has been Pensacola Business Radio where business is good and your work matters